Okay. Should I start? Okay. Um, I'm David, compulsive overeater. Uh, thank you, Lewis, for asking me to share. Um, I, uh, I really love this meeting and it's good that I've been able to come back here again. Um, and uh, I am nervous because I, I want to do this right. Um, that's both the character defect of wanting to be perfect, but also um, OA has saved my life. Um, it has transformed my life and I want to I wanna do right by it and get back. And somehow, um, yeah, um, share some of the recovery. Just keep keep the message going. Um, that has that has helped me. Um, and I'm only one person. Uh, it's just my recovery. So, um, really take what you like and leave the rest. I don't represent all of OA to anyone who's newer. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, this program is just really miraculous. And I was sharing at my morning meeting about the fact that I'd be sharing and I don't really know how to put words to my experience. Um, it, I am a really diehard bottom, gutter bottom compulsive overeater. So the fact that I can go a day without compulsively eating or compulsively dieting, um, much less any stretch beyond that is just so beyond me. And it's just such evidence of uh, a power greater than myself. Um, and that power, I now call God most of the time, but it doesn't have to be. And uh, it's the group, it's the fellowship, it's the steps, it's the tools, it's, it's everything here. Um, and I, um, before a program, I, I didn't have any spiritual path. I was really turned off by religion. I, I came from a background with a lot of um, what felt like religious hypocrisy where um, it wasn't spiritual. It wasn't about any internal state. It wasn't about love. It wasn't about acceptance. It was about just following the rules and looking good on the outside. And no way is, has been such a corrective experience. It's about finding my higher power, my way of um, recovering. That's not someone else's. It's not someone else's food plan. It's not someone else's way of working the steps. It's what works for me. It's super personal. And at the same time, you know, I wouldn't be anywhere without the experiences of those who have come before me and what other people know works for them and them sharing that. So there's so many contradictions of program um, like that, um, but I don't have to understand it. It's just one of the best things about this program. Um, I, I, I don't have to be smart. Um, probably intelligence for me is a liability because then I'm thinking, trying to think of my way out of things, which never, which never helped with my compulsive overeating. Um, then it's just more of me trying to figure it out. Um, me, the one in charge, self-reliance. And this program is so much for me about letting go. And ironically, the more I let go, the more I accept myself just as I am, the more really miraculous change happens and has happened in my life. So, um, yeah, um, I've been in program for a bit over seven years, which is really awesome. I love, I love that number seven. I love, I love that I've stayed in program. I, I never, I remember in second grade, I took piano for eight months and was so ready to quit, like from day two. And I've always had this identity as a quitter and OA has been something that I've really stuck with. And how amazing is that? I just, that I've just kept coming back through relapse. I've had relapses in this program. Um, I came in 
and got abstinent quickly and things really came together for me. And then um, uh, a few years in, relapse happened and um, I was in and out of relapse and it was really demoralizing and I felt awful about it and felt like a failure and didn't understand why. And being on the other end of relapse, I could say that it was it was worth every every moment of suffering. I just really trust that my higher power is taking care of me. And um, uh, a fellow once said, "Absence is a gift, and binging is a gift. It's exactly exactly what you need for where you are." And and that to me that takes away the control of I have to get myself absent again, which is just more dieting. It's just more self will. And what works for me is to just keep on coming back. Um, I've the longest I've gone in program without in the last seven years without a meeting, I think has been three weeks. And even then I was still connected. That was as thin as my program thread got. And I was still connected to fellows and um, away. Now I'm in, I'm in this place of being obstinate and um, program really being big in my life um and it just feels thank you um it feels really really good and um I go to maybe I'll back up and tell a bit of more about my story though I've, I've said a bit that I don't remember ever not being a compulsive overeater um truly my earliest memories are sneaking food um thinking about the pizza and cupcakes at the birthday parties um and uh I come from a family of compulsive overeaters. So it was, it, it was, it was what I grew up in. It's what I knew. Um, and, um, and there was no moment where I, for some people, their stories that they started compulsively overeating at puberty or college or retirement. And it's just so, I don't, I don't remember not being a compulsive overeater. So it just it feels very clear to me that it's, it's just who I am. Um, and, uh, I love that as part of our steps at one, I just get to admit I'm powerless over food that like, this is it. Like, I don't have to be normal anymore. I have such freedom from that. Um, so growing up compulsively eating and a family of compulsive eaters with a lot of focus on body, criticism of body, criticism of food, intense body consciousness, um, and feeling, just feeling fat. And I could look back at pictures of myself and yeah, I was a pudgy kid, but I, w- I wasn't obese, but I, I, I always felt just huge. And that if I could only eat less, then I'd be okay. Then I'd be safe. People would like me, I wouldn't be rejected. Um, and um, I'm really not gonna pretend that I understand why I compulsively overeat. I could, I know that, um, you know, being emotionally unstable or feeling lonely or depressed, that these can be, that these can be triggers for me, but I can also compulsively overeat when things are going great, uh, when I'm really happy, when nothing at all has changed in my life. Um, And again, it's real freedom for me. I don't have to understand why I compulsively overeat. All I have to know is that I'm a compulsive overeater and I, and I can't be normal around food. Um, And um, I don't, I don't blame my parents. I don't blame, I don't blame being Jewish or being the descendant of Holocaust survivors, you know, who starved during the war, you know, maybe that's part of my story, but I don't, 
I could, I could use that as compassion for myself that it's not my fault. Like it could be part of my step one, but I, I really don't have to understand why I compulsively eat. Um, so, you know, a lot of, a lot of obsession and, uh, compulsive eating, growing up, sneak eating, hiding, uh, as soon as my parents went to sleep, you know, sneaking down to the basement and raiding the fridge. And, um, cause we actually had, we had two, two fridges and a freezer in the house. There was a lot of food being hoarded. Um, and, um, when puberty came, I started dieting and I was, a. Uh, it was the first time I felt any sort of control over my life. I was eating 900 calories a day when I was 12 years old and it, it felt great. It felt like this is it. Now I won't be fat anymore and nobody will be criticizing me for how I eat um, and I'll be safe and I'll be golden and I'll be an adult. And it was the first sense of control I had in my life. Um, but then as soon as I started dieting, then I got the opposite message. No, you have to eat more. Um, what you're doing isn't right. So I, I just couldn't find my own compass around what was right around food. Either I was eating too much or I was eating too little. Um, and, um, and it was just that yo-yo. And, and then people telling me I should eat more was just a justification to eat. Or getting down to the way that I wanted to be was just a justification. Now I could eat whatever I want. Um, and it was just that back and forth for years and years. Um, and uh, fast forward, um, I was in my 20s and I had dieted down to uh, the lowest weight that I had been. Um, and I could just feel that my dieting bone was broken and I couldn't diet anymore. Um, and, and the thing about dieting for me is that no number is good enough. Whatever, you know, goal weight is, goal weight is my birth weight. Like whatever I get down to, once I get there, you know, that God-sized hole, whatever that feeling of not being safe, not being good enough, like that doesn't change. Um, losing, eating doesn't make it go away and losing weight doesn't make it go away. And anyway, whatever age I was in my twenties, I knew I couldn't diet anymore. And I almost came to OA, but then a friend told me about something called intuitive eating, which would make all your food problems go away if you just stopped dieting and just ate whatever you craved. I was 10. Thank you. Um, and long story short, um, I gained all my weight back and more. Um, and uh, uh, over four years of really trying to just be normal around food and just like listen to my body and legalize all foods. Um, I got what to what for me was my highest weight. Um, and my pant size just kept on going up and up and up. And I was, I was working so hard. I was trying to do it right. And for me, what I learned, um, was that for me, trying to be normal is just eating anything I possibly could. Um, I don't have a stop button. I don't have, I don't have what normal people have, where they can just have some, they can just have one of something. Um, for me, um, I'm just different. And so somehow or other, I had the willingness to come to program. I was desperate enough and hating my, my fat and my weight gain and knowing that it would just keep getting worse and worse. Um, I was desperate enough to walk into a church. I knew I looked at the steps beforehand. I knew there was God in them and somehow I was desperate enough. Right. So God is gift of desperation. Um, and um, again, I don't know, by some miracle I stayed um, I was able to just, 
I guess it was just hearing recovery, hearing people who had been abstinent, um, who um, had peace around the food, who didn't struggle like I did anymore. Um, I stayed and I got a sponsor. Um, I started listening to OA podcasts. I, I got my For Today reader um, and I started going to meetings and, um, and I felt home somehow or other, um, which for me as, you know, Mr. Terminal Uniqueness, Mr. Don't get to know me. If you get to know me and see that I'm vulnerable, you'll reject me. Um, and so I have to hide, I have to pretend, I have to be thin, I have to be perfect. <laughs> um, somehow um, I stayed and that's, you know, for anyone who's struggling and that's what got me through um, relapse is just keeping on coming back somehow. Um, and just trusting that, you know, this wasn't my fault. And if I, if I just kept working the program in whatever way that it would get better. Um, so um, finding a higher power has been amazing. It's so, the, the steps and surrender have been really practical for me. Like literally before the meeting, I couldn't find my AirPods. I was nervous about the meeting. And I just, I just, um, you know, that it was an opportunity to work my program. So I, I wrote down some prayers to my higher power to help me, um, you know, just admitting that I'm afraid. Um, thank you. And then I have this jar of prayers that I, you know, when I, when I have the willingness and inspiration, you know, I just write it down, I put it in the jar and that's, that's one little way in which I work my program. Um, and so there's so much more to say. Um, and, uh, I'll say that I have a really structured food plan and that's, that's just what works for me, weighing and measuring and three meals and, um, a lot of stuff that I don't eat and, uh, it gives me peace and it's what works for me. And I know that what works for me, doesn't work for other people. Um, and, and that's okay. And, um, meetings are amazing. Um, and I go to a meeting every day now and I've started going to in-person meetings. Um, and, uh, I'm just really, I'm really grateful for the recovery I have and to not be in decision-making around food and to have tools to work through all my character defects. Like I could, I could write them down. I could turn them over. I can share about them. Like it's workable. Um, and I just have a lot of hope that things will keep getting better. Um, whether I relapse or not, like it's one day at a time. And I know that as long as I, as long as I just keep coming back, I'll come back to recovery and that's what matters. And those character defects of, shame and fear and hiding and avoidance um they're still strong in me but i just know that as i keep coming back and working this program it'll get easier and better and um it doesn't have to ever be perfect but i just need to stay in the game and, and then that's good enough so thank you for being here and um just saving my life today and uh can't wait to hear your shares